You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we were on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini box. Smarties and the Kit Kats, thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, Darren, you're up. That's what I got in my ears five seconds ago. So good morning. Welcome to a brand new week of the Rod Peterson Show. Darren DuPont here, Rod Peterson back at his headquarters, now working through a technical issue. So you're with me for the first little bit, and that's cool because I am at the center of the world. Anthem Sports and Entertainment's headquarters in beautiful downtown Toronto. You know, downtown Toronto is... Toronto is the center of the universe. Downtown Toronto is literally the center of the universe. The nucleus is here. If you only knew where we were, and if I could actually, I guess I could pick this up and take you on a walk, but I won't. We are downtown Toronto at Anthem Sports HQ, Game Plus. There it is over my shoulder, uh, among all the other offerings at Anthem Sports, the mothership here, um, right downtown in Maple Leaf Square. So this is pretty cool. Um, right outside the window, Scotiabank Arena, the waterfront. We are right here, Rogers Center, just down the street. So uh, stay tuned. Here's what we're going to do this morning, and we're going to get Rod's connection fixed, and we're going to get him into the show here in short order. But we're going to recap the weekend, what was hot, uh, coming up on the show today, you're going to want to stay tuned because Cody Fajardo is coming up on today's program. So stay tuned for that. We also uh, are going to get to the daily poll question uh, for Capital Onimo Universal Collision Center. So Clark, Jordan, and the folks back in Liberty Village at the Game Plus uh, control room, here's kind of the, the map. And I apologize that I'm not there, that I'm here instead, but I had to come see the studios and, and the big offices downtown. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take care of some business. We're going to go through all of that. Um, we're going to do the poll question. And then we're probably going to slide out of this segment a little bit early. Okay. Uh, give Rod a little time to get his connection figured out. Then we're going to bring him back in, have a longer second segment, and uh, then get ready for the interviews. Okay. Uh, Clark, who's the second guest today besides Cody? Ah, that's right. Darren Bombing from Bonfire Sports. 
in, in uh, Winnipeg. So Darren Bombing will be, uh, be around uh, later on today as well. So let's get rolling. Uh, we won't hit the quick six show topics for Jordan. We won't do that because we're going to save that for Rod. But what we will do is we will tell you the text line is open at 902-518-3033. You can text the show. We'll check those out in the break. Um, I don't have the comments up yet, but we will get those to as well during the commercial break. If we have to go a second segment with you and just us, we will do that as well. We'll recap the weekend. Uh, Rod, very high on the Minnesota Wild coming out of the weekend. Another win, this time against Dallas, high-powered team in the Central what were we telling you about three weeks ago? The Minnesota Vikings were one of the teams, or the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Wild were one of those teams outside of a playoff spot that were going to find themselves into it. By the time we got to spring, it's happened faster. They've won four in a row, so we'll dissect the Minnesota Wild's resurgence here and wins four wins, including wins over Dallas and Edmonton. So we'll talk about that coming up here this morning. We'll also recap what was a nice weekend in the National Football League. Bad weekend for my Tennessee Titans. Great weekend for intern Braden's uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Also a good weekend for Rod's Dallas Cowboys, the, the San Francisco 49ers. They're uh, rolling after a big win over Tua and the Dolphins. There's trouble with the Dolphins. We'll talk about that. Uh, what's San Francisco going to do at quarterback? We'll talk about that as well. So lots coming up on the program. Um, but to continue to set the table, Let's go to the poll question. Let's do that first. Let's get that out of the way. I don't know. I don't think you have both photos, Clark. I think you just have today's photo. But the poll is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. It is our jersey, a retro jersey bracket. It continues. Fridays was the LA Kings versus the Anaheim Ducks. It was closer than Rod anticipated, but the LA Kings moved on in round one. So now we go to the Central Division. And this one is juicy. The Dallas Stars there on the left side of your screen. The Minnesota Wild on the right side of your screen. Whew, I don't know which one I like better because the Minnesota Wild, while they don't have the N, they've got the old Minnesota colors, which I think is cool. But it's a little bland because they can't use the North Star logo. They've got to use the, their current Minnesota Wild logo. The Dallas one's interesting because this is the jersey they wore when they were at their height, right? And when they won the Stanley Cup in 1999. So I think for that reason, this is Darian Hatcher, Mike Medano, Dana Zubras, Dallas Stars, Ed Belfour, Dallas Stars. So I think for that reason, I'll vote for the Dallas Stars, but I'm not sure how close this vote's going to be or not, but that's your vote. You can head to Twitter. I hope it's up on Twitter if it's 56% here on YouTube picking the Dallas Stars. So it's good to have this photo up um, so that fans and viewers can vote on it right now uh, on the YouTube page. Dallas with a 56% of the vote right now. They have the narrow margin of victory. Okay. Um, how are we doing with Rod? Are we making any progress with RP? Okay. So we're getting pretty close to Rod because what I want to do is I want to, I'm trying to think of where we are for time in the hour. We're going to get to a break here early so that we can get set up with a few more things, get Rod into the show, um, get all of your comments logged in, everything like that. We can check into the text line. Um, we can tell you, and this won't be the official read, but as I take a peek right now, um, 
The 5050 is still open for Telemiracle right now. Uh, jackpot is at $100,000. You can go to telemiracle5050.com to get your tickets to support, to support Telemiracle. They've done just wonderful things in the community. Um, their executive director, Richard, was uh, at our event at Grey Cup. It was great to connect with him. And that work that we do between our show and Telemiracle and the province is invaluable. So we really appreciate your support on that. Again, telemiracle5050.com. You have to be in the province to enter. So get your friends, your family that are still in Saskatchewan to buy you your tickets and be in for this prize. It's going to shoot up past $100,000, no doubt. So where do we want to start? We'll kill some time here and get Rod locked in. But let's go NFL first, okay? Let's start there because it's the freshest. And let's go to the... Philadelphia Eagles, the Tennessee Titans, the early game from Saturday. Because there was a lot of big games on the docket. There was that one. It was a big one of top 10 NFL teams. The Cincinnati Bengals narrowly edged the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Um, You had San Francisco beating the Miami Dolphins. That was another big one. Um, And that was interesting for its own reasons as well. So let's go back to Tennessee and New New England and Philadelphia to start. Um, A.J. Brown was angry. He was angry. And as a Titans fan, all the, all the supporters in Tennessee were upset when they got rid of A.J. Brown at the draft. They thought Traylon Burks would be the guy to replace him. And he's looked pretty good. He really has. Um, he caught that touchdown pass, but on the play, um, he, he received the head contact, the targeting penalty. Caught the touchdown, left the game, didn't return. Um, likely out for some time now with a concussion. And Tennessee didn't look the same after that. A.J. Brown went off, scored two touchdowns, had over 100 yards, including a 41-yard touchdown where he ran over Christian Fulton. Um, It was an angry run. And afterwards, he talked about his celebration. If you saw it, he was whipping the goalpost with his towel, pulled it off his waist, and he was whipping the goalpost, and then he gave it a hug. And he had to explain afterwards that you're going to, he said, this is his words, you're going to get your whooping but I still love you. So he gave that to the Tennessee fans. Philadelphia rolled and we move on. Um, they tell me that Rod's actually connected. Yeah, so we are. if you've got him. You got oh, me? Oh, we got him. And you got the backdrop. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, loaded Brand up. new look. That? You didn't have a look. Uh, you weren't able to get logged in early uh, as I was. We have a different uh, look here. How about this? How's the week off? Uh, what kind of starter we got going on here, Moose? You did a really good job there. I think eight minutes you've killed on your own. How's it feel? With no prep, notes, <laughs> uh, comments, it was pretty good. Okay. Well, <clears throat> yeah, we're not 100% here. But you, you notice I just turned the camera a little bit. I'm still in the backyard, but uh, I think it's a little brighter, a little cleaner, a little tighter. So you just sit there, Governor. You just relax for a second. And Jordan, do you have your finger on the quick six show horn? And we'll let her roll here. I thank you. Yeah, we're back. We're rolling, rolling. <laughs> I heard Moose say that Cody Fajardo will be with us a little later on here in hour one, and then Darren bombing an hour two. So I won't belabor you with that. Yes, I do have the Dolphins banner up behind me here, but I got the Florida Panthers banner beside me. And I thought I would just wait until tomorrow when the Panthers visit the Winnipeg Jets, Moose, because that'll be, that'll be one of the biggest games of the day. So you just sip your coffee, breathe, 
And I will just read a couple of things. Yeah, I'll just read a couple of things that I got here. By the way, we are live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE. But in Dallas, Texas on Sunday, Matt Zuccarello, Kirill Kaprizov, and Frederick Goudreau scored on Minnesota's three shootout attempts in the wild, beat the Dallas Stars 6-5 after blowing a four-goal lead in the third period. Now, stay with me on this. I know we have a lot of fans of uh, both teams watching the show. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. It was the showcase game on NHL Network. In a moment, I'll tell you why. Um, but with regards to the Wild, I heard what you said earlier about I'm, I'm bullish on the Wild, and I think here they come. Those footprints or those footsteps you can hear is the Minnesota Wild. They beat Anaheim 5-4 in a shootout Saturday night, so now they've won four in a row. Quick hitters here. Monday leftovers in Buffalo. Jack Quinn scored twice to help Buffalo beat San Jose 6-3. In Columbus, Dominic Kubalik and Lucas Raymond scored power play goals in Detroit, beat Columbus 4-2 to end a three-game losing streak. And in Winnipeg, Morgan Barron and Mark Shifley scored a pair of quick goals in the third period. In Winnipeg, beat Anaheim 5-2. Barron scored with 6.37 left for a 3-2 lead. Shifley followed up with his team-leading 13th goal with 4.48 to go. Saku Manalainen and Nate Schmidt each had a goal and a helper for the Jets. Dylan Samberg scored his first NHL goal, and Connor Hellebuck made 28 saves. The Jets now 2-1 and one on a four-game homestand, and as we said, the Florida Panthers provide the opposition on Tuesday. Here is my point. I don't know what your Tuesday sports ver- viewing was, Darren. I didn't talk to you a whole lot, or your Sunday sports viewing. I didn't talk to you a whole lot, but mine sat and watched the NHL network and I'm sitting here going hell of a game. Everything that Minnesota shot went in. So it was one of those games where you wouldn't normally in Canada be able to watch a Minnesota Dallas game on a Sunday afternoon. You, you wouldn't, right? That's the beauty of the NHL network. But I'm sitting there going, I know this voice. I know this voice. It's Mike Johnson. The Mike Johnson, my boy. Doing the color with EJ Raddick doing the play-by-play on NHL Network. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. They would fly those Cowboys out there on a Sunday afternoon to Texas to do a game. Wait a minute. They get to the intermission and Ken Danico is sitting at the panel desk. And then they throw it over to EJ Raddick and Mike Johnson. This isn't about the broadcast. But those guys were in a studio in Secaucus, New Jersey, calling the game off a monitor. But I didn't even notice. You know what I mean? Like, I did not, as a viewer, I didn't notice. So, pros. I guess my point here is, uh, they're pros, yeah. But I'm like, ah, oh, man, half of the, well, 90% of the fun of doing these games was going on the road and being with the teams and seeing the different cities and everything. If that's the way this is going to be now, no thanks. But anyways, I want to say this about the Winnipeg Jets. And for some reason, it's a lot easier to talk and kill time when you don't have to, like I'm doing right now. What you just did... I've done it, man. <laughs> it's not easy and it's not fun. But the win. Uh, but um, anyways, the Jets. I read these game notes from NHL, the PR department, and I just love them. And there's usually one or two that just stick in my cranium. And one is that this doesn't really mean anything other than to the people of Winnipeg. But the Jets are one of seven teams. And the NHL this year to record multi-goal comeback victories this year. So, bravo for them. The Jets are apparently who we didn't think they were. They're better. But here's one, and we're going to have to break here before long. Uh, We have three minutes. 
But Dallas is home to Toronto Tuesday night, and you probably know this, but Mitch Marner goes into the game with a 19-game point streak for the Leafs, and Jason Robertson goes into the game with an 18-point streak for the Leafs, or for the Stars. It's the first time in NHL history the two teams go head-to-head with players on 18-game or more point streak. Like, I can't wait for Tuesday. There's some great games tonight. But I can't wait for Tuesday. That's the kind of stuff that that gets my juices flowing. How about and I don't even care for either team. How about you? Yeah, it does. And it did on, you know, Saturday night watching the Leafs in, in Tampa. And that was a marquee matchup, a rematch of the playoff series. And, you know, the game means something. And then you got Marner, you know, going for the streak. And he gets it shorthanded early. And that's another reason to be excited. So, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch uh, Toronto and Dallas and watching both those point streaks because Robertson has been just on a tear. Um, and Marner's streak has been oh, fun, yeah. too. Clearly, I guess both sides knew what they were doing in Dallas. Robertson holding out and then the Stars eventually paying him. But I guess my point is, oh, you said to me middle part of last week, just... Do what makes you happy, which quite frankly is the remedy for self-care, <laughs> you know, and happiness in life. Do happy things. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to delve headfirst into the National Hockey League because it's what makes me the happiest. And it worked. And it's nice to be able to just sit on the couch and watch a game and not have to analyze or be expected to analyze. You know what I mean? Just enjoy a game, which was on the heels of Saturday night's Oilers-Habs game. It started out slow. If anybody watched it on Hockey Night in Canada, they dropped the puck at 7 Eastern at Rogers Center. And I think it was 0-0 after the first period, maybe one nothing, But it was like four, three Oilers after two, just goals. Bing, 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 bing. And I guess that's the point I wanted to get to today. The hockey... This year is really, really good. And I know people say, we say that every year. I know, but it was about 10 years ago that we said hockey's broken. It's the focus of my commentary today where I said, I don't know what was going on 10 years ago that made me think hockey was broken, but we all thought hockey was broken. I think Sid the Kid was out with a concussion, as were a bunch of stars, and clutching and grabbing was a big problem, and now all that's gone. The stars are playing. They tinkered with the rules. We might be in the golden age of NHL hockey right now because every night the games are amazing. So gnaw on that, Moose. Good work kicking this thing off for eight minutes, and we'll get to the rest of the Quick 6 show topics when we return. It is the RP Show. We are on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and, of course, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, welcome back. It is the RP Show, and I see a lot of people tuning in. They want to catch the Cody Fajardo interview. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders quarterback will be with us later on here in hour one, 1240 Eastern-ish, 1140 Sask time. We got the Moose with us. Darren Moose Dupalmer is going to jump right back into where we are at. But I will say this. There's a lot of NFL questions coming in today. There are certainly a lot of hockey questions. We're just going to stay on point with what we normally do. But I will say this about Cody Fajardo, and the number to write us is on the screen, 902-518-3033. I'm not going to grill him at all, but it was big news when people learned that Clark, producer Clark, lined up Cody Fajardo to come on the air. All I'm going to, all I'm going to ask him for is an update. That's it. And if fans want to write in questions for him, I'll certainly vet them and then ask Cody. But I just, you know, as soon as the season was ended, we were exchanging messages and he said he couldn't wait to come on. I don't know what he's going to say. I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to try and make anybody look bad or be huffing and puffing. He really hasn't yet. Um, I'm sure he'll probably talk about his football future in the Canadian Football League whether it's Saskatchewan or any other team. Uh, what do you expect of the interview of Cody Fajardo coming up later on this hour? Yeah, I expect a little bit of that. I expect, you know, Cody to be polite and diligent, you know, and, and, and very respectful and all the same things we've got to know. I think, you know, part of it is what's going to be great is it's been so long since you and him have been able to catch up on the air. So I think it's just going to be a nice little catch up. How are things going? And I think he's going to tell everybody that he's got a lot of football left to offer and that he's not done. And he's going to let the world know that he still wants to play football, still wants to be a starting quarterback, and still has it in him, and he's, and he's putting in the work this offseason. That's what I expect to hear. That's coming up in a little less than 20 minutes' time. We appreciate Cody coming on. And I'll get back around to the CFL stuff in a moment, but there's some pretty cool comments coming in from the viewers. Carlos in Indianapolis says, Mr. Irrelevant looked good against those Dolphins. He's talking about Brock Purdy, the backup quarterback for San Francisco. They called him Mr. Irrelevant because he was the very last player taken in the NFL draft, and he led the 49ers to a win over the Miami Dolphins, snapping the Dolphins' win streak at five games. So, yeah, we say it a million times on here. You want to spit talk somebody? You want to talk down to somebody? You don't think it doesn't motivate Brock Purdy that he's called Mr. Irrelevant? He's sitting there going, oh, yeah? (laughs) Oh, yeah? Just watch. And look what he did with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Shane Melanson, one of our partners from um, Deer Valley Golf Rides in, says, looks great. Thank you. We're just cleaning it up a little bit here behind me. And as Ryan in Saratoga, New York, writes in and says, hit the like button. Hit the like button. A couple things. Yes, yes, sir. I have to mention this for our many Oilers fans that watch. Former Edmonton Oilers head scout Barry Fraser, whose shrewd draft picks helped build one of hockey's greatest dynasties in Edmonton, has died at age 82, the team announced. Barry Fraser is credited with drafting Mark Messier, Yari Curry, Glenn Anderson, Kevin Lowe, Paul Coffey, and Grant Fear. 
The team went on to win five Stanley Cups from 1984 to 1990. One of our regular viewers is Bill Toelli, and, and you know that, Darren. We hear from him. He lives out on Vancouver Island, but he was the Oilers PR guy through the 80s. And so with my dad having worked 26 years in the NHL as a scout, Barry Fraser was just regarded as the, we're not worthy, the scout <laughs> of all scouts. And to be honest, you could have made a Stanley Cup finalist with the team that the Oilers drafted that didn't end up playing in the NHL, like the Tim Tisdales and the Dale Durkatches and the Todd Struby who only got into five games because the Oilers were so good with Barry's draft picks that these guys didn't get a chance to play. Like you literally did not want to be drafted by the Oilers in the 80s. I know that sounds really hard for people to understand, but you didn't because the team was so good, you'd never get a chance to play there. Alan May, same thing, our good friends. So condolences to the Fraser family, obviously, but the Edmonton Oilers. And Barry Fraser, he's the GOAT, man. He's the GOAT. And I think that's why you have, why they like having me on here, because I'm old. And I know these things <laughs> about these guys, and, and I feel they need to be appropriately honored. Speaking of, by the way, the Kinsman 47 online raffle is live now. Uh, Tell a Miracle 47 coming up. Raffle starting at $100,000 with the winner taking half. You can go to tellamiracle5050.com right now to buy your tickets. You just have to be over the age of 19 and physically in the province of Saskatchewan to do it. And the draw date is Friday, December the 16th. By the way, that got me thinking. We got a message here from Stephen from North Dakota. Listen to this. He was written the 902 text line. He says, greetings and hallucination. From nine degrees Celsius, Crosby, or no, nine degrees Fahrenheit, Crosby, North Dakota. Your, your nice guy advertising encouraged me to get Kinsman raffle tickets while in Estevan on Saturday. The Tower Pizza was awesome. Because what do we say? Tower Pizza is king. And then says, well, Rodgers go to the Vikings like Favre and beat every NFL team. He tagged it with that. But we got listeners and viewers that are driving across the border into Saskatchewan to buy tickets for the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50. And we got others who have yet to get off their couch yet. So uh, let's get with it and, and do it from their <laughs> phone. You know what I mean? Cody Fajardo coming up next segment, just so you know. Um, I'm not going to go deep into the NFL at all. Uh, for those that just l- tuned in, uh, we had a connection issue here. Darren had to kill the first eight minutes of the show, and I don't really know how you did it or what you talked about for the most part. I will say this for our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. It is day five of our NHL reverse retro bracket for uh, the jerseys. And so far, what do we got? The LA Kings have moved on to round two, the Vegas Golden Knights, the New York Rangers. Uh, help me out. Oh, uh, Florida, Florida Panthers. Florida baby yeah. blues. Yeah. Today's my team. Today's poll question is uh, we're pitting the look, look at this. The Dallas stars retros against the Minnesota North stars retros on the right for the viewers that can see it. Now I just checked the results. Clark was good enough to put it up on YouTube. 52% are voting for the Minnesota wild. I thought we talked about this last week. If we can bring the moose back on. I was starting to get worked up because I wanted to see that old Dallas Stars logo and the black on the left win. Then I thought, wait a minute. I don't care that much. So I voted for <laughs> Dallas, but I do like both. 
And it's pretty cool that the North Stars have such a um, such an imprint on really cool retro jerseys, which incidentally, you're going to see the Florida Panthers banner tomorrow. Today, you're seeing the old Dolphins 1972 Dan Marino, Bob Greasy logo here. These suckers are on sale 50% off because they're retro. And I'm like, dude, didn't anybody tell you? Retro's in. But whatever. Retro's I'll, I'll pay cool. 50. Yeah, I'll pay 50% off. What the hell? Um, we have had strategic planning sessions. I don't mind saying our focus moving forward are going to be the National Hockey League and the Canadian Football League because we are a Canadian show. At the end of the day, that's what we care about and that's what our viewers care about. But they all kind of morph in a way. So my third point is actually Nathan Rourke. You're seeing that the star BC Lions quarterback is now on a whirlwind tour of NFL teams. I'm getting some messages from NFL teams while Indy was one. They said, yeah, Rourke's coming through here. Las Vegas Raiders, Indianapolis Colts, Baltimore Ravens, Minnesota Vikings are the four that I've seen reported on Nathan Rourke. And my question to you is this. You, Darren, and the viewers, what is a reasonable expectation for Nathan Rourke with this NFL tour? Because you never really know what the workouts entail. I know John Chick went down, worked out with the Vikings as a DN, and he's like, I literally was on the field for five minutes. I could have sent him tape. It was a waste of my time, their time. I don't know what they're going to do with Rourke. But let's just say they offer him a minimum salary, no guarantees. Do you sign? Let's just say the Raiders. And they got Derek Carr there as one of the top five highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL right now, which tells you they're probably not moving on from Carr. And they can't, but let's just say it's Vegas. They say, Nathan, we really like you. Here's a contract and a $50,000 signing bonus. What do you do if you're him? You sign. I think really so. Really quickly. But why do you say that? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because, because Nathan is, is young. And if it doesn't work out, you can always come back and try the CFL again. Now, there's no guarantees that you're going to come back to the CFL and pick up where you left off because situations change, things change, teammates change, you change as a person. But if you're a football player, I'm guessing the NFL is your goal. And for Nathan, who played U.S. college football, NCAA football, the NFL would be his goal. And so he wants to prove that he can play there. Look, was it just last weekend that the Chicago Bears were forced to start Nathan Peterman at quarterback? Surely if Nathan Peterman is starting at quarterback, Nathan Rourke can play in the NFL. That's what he's thinking. So he just needs a shot. He just needs to get to a camp where he can actually compete. Look at Chris Strebler is at a camp and now signed and now playing with the New York Jets. Now he's not getting on the field a whole lot, but he's playing. And Nathan Rourke, star in the Canadian Football League, He'll get an opportunity to sign, and he'll stick. And I just don't know how much opportunity he'll get actually on the field, but he'll have his audition, and it's up to him to make the most of it. I would sign in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, and by the way, so Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s, writes it, and he says, go on tour, meet the teams, do your workouts, and then come back and play a full year in the CFL. He needs more experience. Now, that's what Pinks is saying. I don't agree. If they push a contract in front of Nathan Work at the end of any of these workouts, I think you sign it. I don't think you wait. And as a guy who's been around the sun a couple times, about the same age as Pink's, I'm surprised we disagree on this. I say, go for it. Take the chance. To be honest, in my career, my life, I've gone for it. And I've been kicked right in the teeth. Lights punched up. But at least I went for it. 
I, I don't have any regrets career-wise. Not one. Which, by the way, we're going to have to fill out this next hour uh, with the NBA. It was NLL opening weekend. Connor Bedard had five points. But it's last night. Pats routed the Oil Kings. But I was with a bunch of football guys last night. I called you on my way home, so you know that. But I was uh, here in yeah. Fort Lauderdale. It was the Cardinal Gibbons High School team. It was all football guys. And it was kind of funny. You don't understand, man. Cody's probably logged in right here right now, and he would, he would get it. Yeah, from Nevada. It is all, all, all football. You don't understand. It's not like hockey in Canada. It's all football. One guy's kid had just committed to uh, U- University of South Florida. He's on his way up there to sign this week. It's all about what coaches are going where, what players are going where, what recruits are going where. It's just, it's head spinning. And it's funny because one of the guys said to me, so what, you played in the National Hockey League? I'm like, nope. Yeah, but you were a player, right? And I'm like, I was a goalie, but not a good one. And that's, but were you a fighter? I'm like, no, goalie. <laughs> you, you see why the Florida Panthers are like, Rod, who can we put on your show? Nobody asks to interview us, the NHL team around here, because they don't, they don't care about hockey around here. It is, it is beyond head spinning what football is. And I often wonder, some of these were Chris Jones guys. They all know Chris Jones. But they, yeah. I often wonder what the Americans are like when they come to Canada and they're plopped into the hockey atmosphere, which is that, all hockey all the time. But that's what I'm used to. Down here, it was mm-hmm. just, it was head spinning, man. I was just try, trying to keep up. And um, yeah, it was a poker night. So I said, guys, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I don't drink and I don't smoke and I don't carouse and I don't gamble. So I guess I'm no fun. And they all laughed. I said, yeah, you're about 10 years too late. And they said, you're safe. I said, that is true. <laughs> There's nobody safer than me. <laughs> Anyways, Cody Fajardo's coming up next. Uh, we'll see you in hour two, Moose. See you then. All right, can't wait for this chat. And it's coming up on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, and the text line's open, 902-518-3033 to reach us here in the studio. Allie Hicks writing from Sherwood Park, Alberta. She says, good morning, RP and DD. So happy you're having Cody on today. Thank you, and have a great week. Well, thank you, Allie. We are just as happy, and let's bring, let's bring this cat in. Cody Fajardo. I, I want to tell you, it's one of our biggest interviews we've ever had, but it's just he's just my guy. He's just my guy, the pride of Brea, California, former Oakland Raider, Argo Lion, and for now, Saskatchewan Rough Rider. What's up, Cody? How you doing, my man? Good. How you doing, RP? Man, that list seems to be getting longer and longer as the years go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's called experience. It's called experience, man. Um, hey, how, how, by the way, has the offseason been? How did it feel to get home and get settled there with your little guy and everything? Yeah, it's been uh, truly incredible. Just kind of focusing on uh, me and my family and, and the little one and trying to be the best dad I can be, trying to be the best husband I can be. There's a, a lot of uncertainty right now going forward, but um, all I can do is try and be the best person and the best version of myself. And that's been my goal. And I, I, the one, 
I guess, silver lining of not being in the playoffs is I got a jump start on my offseason workouts. You know, I, I'm starting a month earlier. Usually I don't start till about early January when we run into the playoffs. So that's a positive. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, it, it is. And, you know, it's funny you say that. So I guess we might as well get into it. I mean, I, you and I didn't talk really all year other than exchange the odd text. But I had heard from the football people outside the riders that you were hurt really early on in the year. That's what I heard. And I, haven't, I didn't want to ask you. But what was your injury situation all year long? How were you feeling? Yeah, I had a, a grade two MCL tear, which uh, really limited my mobility. And um, the MCL ligament, I've had it before in both knees, and it just affects your side to side running. You're, you're straight, you know, top end speed. You can run vertically. But in football, as you know, it's all about changing direction. And uh, putting a clunky knee brace on a mobile quarterback is, uh, is not ideal, and it wasn't ideal for me. But um, I wanted to be out there with my guys, and I knew I'd been able to play through that injury before. And uh, it's unfortunate I, I didn't have my best year, and, and there's no excuses for that. Um, I watched every game at the end of the year, and I watched just about every throw, every drop back. And there's a lot of things I could have done better. And I'm going to learn a lot from last year. Um, and, and I hope that, uh, this, this tough time will help me become a much better quarterback. And that, that's the goal when you go through, uh, trials and tribulations like that. It will, uh, well, there's no, <laughs> you know, that, you know, that, and, um, you know, a lot of people, I didn't know what you were going to say today. All I, like what I told people was Cody can come on and say whatever he wants. That's the uh, idea of this show is it's a safe place for everybody. So I guess the one, two things, like when I was at gray cup week, your people, your friends that I was around said, what is out there is nowhere near what is really going on. And I didn't even know what they meant by that. And I didn't want to dig into it. But what would you like to say about how the season went down and where you're going as a football player? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a tough year um, for everybody in that locker room, not just me. We had such high hopes and, and aspirations, and I think our week one team that we put on the field when uh, at the time it was you know Hamilton coming back off of back-to-back Great Cup appearances, we had a strong football team and just wasn't our year, and uh, it just didn't line up for us. And it's unfortunate because there's a lot of guys that I built uh, incredible relationships with, and over over the course of the year, um, you don't get to be out there playing with them, and, and guys weren't able to be out there for us. So. Uh, what I will say is the way that it ended, it hurt, it hurt my feelings. Um, it was a tough way to go out, but, uh, it happens. It happens in the CFL. Ricky Ray told me who's a CFL, a hall of famer. He told me at some point in your career, uh, you're going to get benched as a starter, but don't let that define you as a person. Don't let it define you as a quarterback. And, you know, I've thought about that heavily these last, uh, couple weeks and, and months. And, uh, I know that it's not going to define me. I got a lot of good football left in me. And, uh, for me personally, I just hope that there's somebody out there that wants me, not just likes me. Um, I think that's going to be my goal going into this uh, off season and this free agency is uh, I want to hear a team that really wants me and not just, Hey, we, we like you. We want you here. We, we really want you here. So that's my goal. I know how tight you are with Ricky and I don't know if you've talked to him lately or not, but I would ask him if you haven't ask him about the day he was traded from Edmonton to Toronto. Cause I swear he would have gone. I'm sorry. What? You did what? So he's been through it. He's been through what you're going through. Would you have done anything different, Cody, this year? And obviously you've had some time to reflect. Would you have done much different? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I think one of the things uh, I wish I would have done was been a little bit more upfront and honest with my injuries, uh, maybe taking a little bit of time off 
and let the younger guys play, you know, let Mason fine play, let Jake play, let them get some experience where we would possibly have to need them down the road, but also have me be able to come back at hundred percent. I felt like there was things that um, I was trying to do that. I just couldn't do with my injury. And I, you know, have, I'm trying to get out to everything I can and be out there. Cause I love playing football. And one of my mottos is you never know when your last down is, but um, I just wish I would have taken some time off uh, maybe a game or two. And then, uh, and then just get back to hundred percent and go out there and feeling like myself again, the COVID game didn't, uh, didn't help me at all either. Uh, my knee, it helped a little bit, but, um, physically, I just felt like I, I lost my in shape. I lost uh, a lot of weight that, uh, I was carrying that can help protect me taking hits. Um, so it just was one of those years that uh, I look back on and I told everybody maybe one day I'll write a book, uh, and I'm not going to sell a book, but maybe just have it for my own keepsake because, uh, there was a lot of things that went on behind closed doors that, uh, was truly remarkable what that locker room was able to go through mentally, that locker room never broke. And, uh, and that's a team that you want to play for. And that's a team you want to be around is guys that, uh, when you are losing four or five, six straight, um, guys never were pointing the fingers at each other. We were just happy to be around one another and, and that uh, helped it be a little bit easier, but we're in a win now business. And what have you done for me lately business? So I get it. Uh, it's just unfortunate that it always has to start with the quarterback. Um, but, uh, I get it, I get it now. And, uh, and it was tough. It was a tough way to end the year. Um, after giving so much. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, I'll tell you what, with regards to writing that, um, it can be very cathartic to do it. So I would encourage you to do it, even if nobody ever sees it for sure. I think the $64,000 question is, do you have an inkling where you'll be playing in 2023? Because if you've noticed the Saskatchewan Rough Riders don't seem real settled at that quarterback position right now, if you were to leave, I mean, that there, I would think the door is still open there or what are you thinking? I shouldn't speak for you. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, there's been no communication between me and the team, which is unfortunate. I would just like a sense of direction, right? Uh, whether they want me back or they don't want me back just so uh, my family and I can plan. But there's a few teams that I have my eye on and uh, I made my mm. uh, wish list, so to speak, with some teams on it. And, uh, and my agent has those. And so when it becomes the appropriate time and it's not a tampering situation, uh, hopefully my agent can reach out to those, some of those teams and let them know how, how I'm interested in there. And uh, I think I'll line up and, and there's some good opportunities to go to some teams in the league. And there's also a good opportunity to come back and play for the writers. But um, until there's communication there, uh, my hopes aren't really high. Um, so, but a lot can change from now until uh, February, but, uh, I, I know that, uh, my, my book isn't ending. My football book isn't ending. It's a, a lot tougher situation now with having a kid and, uh, Laura working and, uh, it's going to be a little bit different for us. So the right situation, uh, for me is what's really going to be enticing to me. Um, there, there's some things that, uh, I won't come back for in terms of certain teams because uh, I'm here with my family and that's just has changed over the time, you know, as a, as a, just a husband, you know, you can get through the long distance, but now having a little one, it's really got to line up where you can be in the right situation and everybody can be happy because mentally, um, surprisingly, it was a lot easier than the 2021 season. 2021 was extremely difficult season for me. And, and we went to the West final. Um, but last year having our son, Luca and having my wife up there and having our dog solely up there with us. Um, yes, we weren't winning games, but uh, I felt like my mental capacity was the best it's ever been, uh, in terms of losing football games. So, um, I want my support system around me coming up and, uh, that's, that's going to be big for me in the, in the off season and going into my next team. Good. Well, I know for a fact 
that you'll be playing football in 2023, but I don't know where. But that's why I just know. That's why I sent you the note, because I know what it feels like when you think the whole world's on your back, and the fact is they're not. They're just the ones you hear from. So I wanted you to hear from the supporting people, and that includes me and and all the people that love you for sure, because there's a bigger group than you know. So, Cody, happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, my best to Laura and your dad and the whole family, and uh, good luck, man, in 2023. Yeah. Hey, thanks, RP. It's been uh, it's been quite a ride, but I uh, appreciate you, and I'm I'm excited for the future and excited for what to come. And I appreciate you having me on the phone. And like I always tell you, you've you've had my back from day one, and uh, those are the guys I want to stay uh, close to. And uh, so I appreciate you having my back through thick and thin. You will emerge so much stronger for this. I think you already are, man. And that is the good news. All right, Cody. Thanks for the time. Thanks, RP. Yep. Talk to you soon. Happy holidays. Cody Fajardo, uh, veteran quarterback, great cup champion, joining us from Reno, Nevada. We'll be back with a sports update and more. It is the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay. Oh, yeah, we don't have Moose here, do we? Uh, I am just Instagramming the interview. How about that? So, yeah, we're live. That's Robbie's. If you're ever down, uh, check it out. A guy, a guy that I grew up with. Oh, he was so funny. I assume he still is. Adrian Treelevin. Adrian Treelevin. I remember him doing air guitar to Cuts Like a Knife one time in our basement. <laughs> about 1985 anyways he's coming down here to florida he's like uh are you going to be at the dolphins game christmas day i said that's a hard no adrian but thanks for asking uh but he says what are things to do down there that's what made me think of it i said the keys go to robbie's go to the everglades uh, alligator tour go see the versace mansion which i've turned into a hotel at south beach a lot of things to do um, I will, I will get into the sports update here. I think I have time, um, from my cousin, Christine in medicine hat. Thanks, Chris. She says she likes the new hockey fights cancer ad. Appreciate, uh, you for saying that. Hope you're watching on game plus TV today, by the way, Chris, hope you're staying warm. Ken Friedman's watching from the U S of a and says, great interview from Rick Haglin. Awesome interview, Rod and Cody. From Barkley. Good interview. Thanks, Roddy. Vibes of a bounce back year for Cody. From BW, he says, first time hearing him. Bring him to Edmonton. From Ryan in Toronto, that was a fantastic interview. From Kevin the Medium, he says, what an intelligent young man. Wherever you end up, we'll be lucky to have you. Right? 
I'll pass that along to him. I'll shoot him a text. Uh... We were talking about just the football culture, by the way, in America. Allie's watching in Texarkana, Texas. And I've probably slept by here. She basically said, uh, it's worth it. She goes, it's really sad, and I hate it. LOL. If you were in Texas, where everybody wears Under Armour, every, everybody, all sizes, of course, but everybody wears Under Armour. It's all football all the time. She says, I should have been Canadian, LOL. That's one thing I've learned down here, why I think the Panthers have been so nice to me. There are not a lot of hockey guys. And tomorrow, we'll have the Panthers on the wall behind me. Last minute of play in hour one. Sports update, the Toronto Raptors try to extend their home win streak to four games tonight as they host the Boston Celtics. Uh, Raps coming off a 121-108 victory over the Orlando Magic on Saturday. But forget about them. The Atlanta Hawks are home tonight to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Going to have our way with them. Hello to everybody listening on WQEE Metro Atlanta. Former Blue Jays slugger Fred McGriff was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame Sunday night. The first baseman, nicknamed the Crime Dog, hit 493 home runs for six teams. This first, his first five seasons of his 19-year career were spent in Tirana. Kinsman Telemiracle 47 brings you the sports update. We'll tell you more about them Coming back next hour, Darren Bombing is going to be joining us from NHL.com to chat Jets. I think there's a lot coming out of this Pajardo interview, so stick around. We'll be right back after this brief pause on Game Plus and the big peak WQE.